Hey everybody, you're listening to Showing Up with Edward Terrace, and today I am doing the progress report segments, and this is progress report number five, discussing where I go from here. So about, I don't know how many months it's been now, but I started doing these progress report segments. My first one was on May 8th. I do not remember that because I have a solid memory. I had to go back and look at that. But if uh, anybody's jumping on the, on the podcast now, I'll you know, pretty often talk about things that I'm going through, just my perspective on stuff and things that I'm learning or want to learn or maybe that I want to have people on the podcast so I can have better insight. And the progress reports, I would really dig deep into... The numbers, specifically, because I, I guess I'm always talking about my my progress and the things that I'm learning, but I really feel like when I talk about numbers, it's the easiest way for me to track progress and maybe the easiest for other people to understand. And the so this is you know progress report number five essentially, where I want to talk about what I talked to my buddy Devin about because of the progress that I have made. So I don't know how many months ago it was that I I started it. Maybe it was in, I think, March. Was it March now? It had to be over at least six months ago. But I, and this is maybe a little bit contrary to what I talked about on one of my other podcasts about, you know, Concrete Debt with uh, Chelsea DeLong, um, just talking about my current debts, but uh, just to kind of reiterate that I wouldn't have been able to do what I currently have without the debts that I incurred, and I suppose it's just the natural uh, saying of, you know, trying to make money without money, you know, needing money to make money, and just kind of a reminder where for the first couple years of real estate, I was, you know, I was doing sales here and there on the buy and sell side, but my primary way of income was the rental game. And I needed to make the switch, but, you know, the rental game, when I was renting apartments here in Chicago, it's pretty much like making money, um, doing anything else. I mean, it was, yeah, it wasn't nine to five, it was 100% commission, so it was a little bit different. Uh, but the amount of income that I would make with the time that I would spend was was pretty minimal. And I was always struggling with that. Okay, do I do, how do I do something if I can't do it 100? And I wanted to do it 100. So I took out that 10 grand loan, just kind of held my breath, hoped it would work out. And um, it has been working out. So numbers how how did it work out I, I think in my prior podcast I did talk about it a little bit but I didn't go into depth about what I was going to do with those finances to the specific number I did talk about delegation but essentially so six eight I don't know how many months ago it's been now we take out the 10 grand loan and we start specifically spending all of our time on sales uh, I did get people who reached out to me about rentals. I, I just referred it out. And, you know, that's something 
you know, you can get a referral fee on if you refer those renters out, but those rental agents are getting paid nothing. Um, so I just, that was just something I was like, I'm not going to take, you know, hundred bucks from a $500 check from somebody who might get paid on something they're going to spend over a week on. Um, so that's just something I just didn't do. And I just decided to, to say no. And it was very difficult for me through that transition to to essentially say no to the people who I've worked with in the past. Of course, I did have people come to me at a moment's notice that literally had to move within a couple of days or, you know, they had some some issues, like some stuff they really had to take care of. And uh, now I won't say no to those people. But if it's just like a general renter, um, they're really not hurting. They have time. You know, I'll, I'll let them do their thing. And... I guess the the first few months it was hard for me to say no and it was I had I definitely had more time because I needed clients so I spent more time you know making phone calls I spent more time with online marketing and consultations did a ton of consultations where you know I was trying to do it at least two if I could do at least two a day that was a win for me and Nobody was, you know, buying anything. Nobody was needing anything. And, you know, the six months or however long it was had passed. And we started to have some momentum. Got a sale here. Got a sale there. Got me to the point in time where I didn't have to take money out of the loan anymore. I think I have about three grand left in it. So I can obviously pay that back now uh, of the money I have left. And I was like, man, I don't have to take money out of that loan anymore. That's pretty sweet. That's that's progress. And it was getting down to the wire. I mean, that's maybe a couple months of, of finances if I really string it along. And then I had profit. I was like, Holy shit. I got profit. I got profit this month. And then I was feeling better. I felt some momentum. And then basically, I was doing six appointments, at least six showings to six different people every week. Um, I was doing consultations still, still doing consultations. You got to give that free value as much as you can. And then I had a week where it just, everything panned out for everybody that I was working with uh, for months and months. And I had three deals go under contract. What does that look like? So three people wanted property. I wrote three offers. We got three offers accepted. Then we had to go through the process, just getting inspections, doing attorney reviews, you know, everything that I'm not going to bore you with. And I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, it's working. It's really working. What do those numbers look like? Um... I'll give you those numbers. I might have given them in the past, but I want to reiterate them because I want to go through what my plan is to do with this money. Because now that I got money, um, got to figure that out. I the only reason I used money in the past with the loan was just to pay my bills so I could do the job full time. You know, that's that's not something people often think about. Is like, man, imagine if somebody came to you and was like, okay, okay, <laughs> I got a job for you. Not gonna get paid. 
I need you to take a loan out so you can do my job. And then in six months, you might get paid or you're going to have to figure out how to pay that loan back and do something else. Uh, they'd be like, uh, no, buddy, thanks for the offer, but I'm probably not going to do that. So the properties we put under contract, one was four, was it 410, 405, 405? That was a big one, thankfully. We've had uh, 227, I think. I don't know, 405 plus 270 plus, um, this guy's like, he doesn't even know how much property he's selling. I don't know, man. Look at a lot of property. Let's just say the last one was 250. I think that's what it was. So we got about $925,000 in sales. Thank you, baby Jesus. And... Commission on that, 0.025, brings us to about 23 grand. I, pay a, uh, I got some referrals in there, there too, from some other agents, which was really nice. So it's not like that fully 23 grand. So after some splits of those referral fees, we're probably going to get to about 17 grand. And then we got taxes to pay. People always say 30% to pay out, but I don't know if I'm making that much yet. So I'm going to try to keep as much as that as possible. So I'll, I'll give 20% in taxes to that account. I'll talk to I'll talk to an accountant at some point. Um, i got to do that end of January when I get paid on these deals. Um, so that's about 13, 14 grand. So that's what I'll get paid at the end of January. It's $14,000. And, you know, it's funny because when people see... 14 grand, what they probably see is like, whoa, that's a lot of money. Um, not when you didn't get paid jack shit for 18 months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, like that is, um, that is what people don't understand. And some of the people that listen to this podcast that are in sales, they're like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I struggled for X amount of time too. Um, so when I get to that point in time, I was like, what do I do? So I messaged my buddy, Devin. Uh, he's been in real estate for, I think, three or four years longer than I have. And he's always going to be ten, 10 steps ahead of me, at least. So something that we use in real estate very often is R&D, rip off and duplicate. And I've been trying to R&D this dude for like four years now, ever since I've been in real estate. So I text him, I let him know about the progress. And I basically say, where do I go from here, dude? Like, I've never had 14 grand. I've never had a surplus. So, definitely going to pay back some of that debt. Don't know if that's going to be right now. That's seven grand. Because I've never had a cushion. I've never had the ability to say no. The more times that I've had the ability to say no, you guys know from my prior podcast, man, it is beneficial. So, one thing that I want to do is I talked about giving stuff the time that it deserves for you to know if you enjoy it or not. I've been doing real estate for about four years and I can promise you it's not something I wake up and I'm like, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. But it is something I'm like, okay, I have goals. There's things I want to obtain and I can, I can, I can do this. I can honestly say I don't know 
I wasn't doing real estate, what I would do. And I talked about this a little bit in my prior podcast. And my cousin Chelsea messaged me. I had her on the podcast talking about her journey with conquering her debt. If you guys look at the last couple episodes. And Chelsea, I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to read off a couple of your questions. Because I feel like this is a pretty awesome topic that pertains to this and kind of where we go from here. She asked me, when do you think you'll know real estate isn't your game anymore? When you find your next thing, when will you quit? Do you think you'll ever not do real estate in some type of fashion? Chelsea, that's a great question. When do you know real estate isn't your game anymore? I've known. I've known for a little bit. Probably after a couple years of doing it. You know, I was I was doing rentals before, but I'm dealing with the same type of people. Well, not the same type of people. Obviously, they're doing a different type of transaction. But at the end of the day, it's a transaction. And there are people looking for a property. And I have to help them find it and go through the little nooks and crannies of how you do that. So it hasn't really changed. I just get paid more and I'm a little bit smarter. And I say no to certain things and say yes to the right things. So... And I guess some people would ask me, well, why do you, if you know it's not the game, why, why do you do it? Um, and that's kind of what I want to get into, is that question of her saying, when do you find your next thing, and when will you quit? So, when you find your next thing, um, this is something I've talked about on a different podcast, which is passion, Right? Next thing is, is really kind of a reference for, for passion. And uh, I texted her back this in some form of way. That's not something, to reiterate, it's not something that you, you wrestle around and you find. It's not something that you just kind of discover. Like, whoa, this is it. Wow, never knew about this before. A lot of people know about many things in their life. They just never tried it. And that's where I talked about in, in the last podcast about giving stuff the time it deserves. Um, to know if it's your passion. But how do I do that? I do it and I find a different passion, something that maybe I'm more passionate about that I could do long term by using real estate as a tool. That's what I treat it as. Doesn't mean I don't enjoy some parts of it, but I don't enjoy it to the extent of that I would do it forever. And... I want to quit the real estate for her next question when that next thing is that I do provides, yields me the amount of money that I would need to live the life that I want. And, you know, I wouldn't just quit real estate to do something else because I'd be more passionate about it because I just don't know what that is. And that's where we get into the next step of my life and this progress report, which would be delegation talked about delegation before and what I want to do in hiring VAs, but I didn't really talk about the amount of time that I would have them start with and then the the goal times that I want to get their help with to get to. How much time do I really want to work a week? Um, I I don't want to work more than 15 hours a week. I don't. I don't plan on, you know, I used to really pride myself on working really, really hard. Um, but 
when you work really, really hard, something you're not passionate about, um, it's not something that excites you, it just drains you. So if you don't know what your passion is, which for me, I feel like I don't, is you've got to figure out how to, whatever you're doing to make money to pay those bills um, so that you can spend the rest of your time working on finding your passion. Because passion, like I said, isn't something you wrestle around and find. It's something that you work on for time and time again before you get good at it. And once you get good at it, then you can discover if you're going to have a passion in that. Because people don't like things they're not good at, therefore it doesn't become a passion. So that's why, you know, if you go to one of my one podcasts, uh, giving stuff the time it deserves, I think it's one of the past couple. I really kind of dig into that in my perspective with wrestling in the past and things of that sorts. But let's break down these numbers. We've got the 14 grand after taxes, of course. Got to pay Uncle Sam. Got to give him his due. Love that. Um, <laughs> he's probably like, anybody listening to this podcast, this dude sounds so bitter. But we got the 14 grand. I talked to Devin. What do I do with this money? And he says, you've got to spend and invest your money in the people that you've already served. Your, your past buyer clients. Not a ton of people. I mean, it's a little bit, but not a ton. And, and that's fine. you got to start somewhere. So he talks about, you know, sending them your weekly email. Sending them a monthly newsletter. Um, you know, I could probably put them on reverse prospecting on internet sites. Because when you plug their emails into those systems, you know, you, those people's heads that pop up on the side of your Facebook and all that. Maybe that. I'll be a little creepy with that. That's fine. And, uh, um, you know, probably quarterly drop-offs or biannual gift drop-offs. Things like that. But not good at that. Not consistent with the email creation. I'm not consistent with monthly mailers. I'm not going to spend the time to do that. So um, my system, of course, can send out weekly emails. MailChimp, anything normal can do that. But there are some systems as well that can send out monthly mailers to the specific addresses that you put in. They'll put it together and then it'll just automatically get sent out. So I'm going to have... The, the virtual assistant that I hired this week. Um, I hired them from Upwork.com. If anybody's looking for delegation, you can just go to Upwork. And um, found a guy from the Philippines. Uh, I think their annual, or not annual, their uh, nation or their country's average wage is maybe like three or four bucks an hour. So I'm going to pay them about six bucks an hour. And I'll have him do pretty much all of these tasks that I'm going to walk you through. And I'll talk to you about how much that's going to cost and then the next person that I want to hire. So we're going to have them call all the leads. And I'm talking about leads, not clients. They're going to call leads. They're going to schedule consultations for me. Uh, when I have a client that I'm working with that's sign my work agreement, and is pre-approved, they will set up my showings. Um, when it comes to setting up showings, like yesterday, um, some of my clients are VA. They have, they have VA loans. They're veterans. And that can take a little bit more work specifically for condos in the city of Chicago because a lot of those associations aren't uh, VA approved or haven't been approved by the VA, that is. And so I have to reach out to every single agent um, get the association name, 
um, the address, type it into some systems, reach out to lenders to confirm if the VA has approved those places. So it's a little monotonous, you know, setting up those showings. People think I'm just getting a key and opening it, you know, and that's not always the case uh, because a lot of times when my clients are traveling from out of state, I show them a property that isn't approved for what the type of finance they need. I'm wasting time, theirs and mine. So I'd have them do that. Um, I would have them do email check-ins, of course. And then when it comes to transaction management, um, I'll either pay out a separate VA for $200 per closing to take care of that, or if I find it more budget-friendly to have the VA do that and they have still have time left over for the transaction management, I'll ask for the help to do that. The amount of time, mm, 10 hours, 10 to 15 hours a week, I'm probably going to ask for. If it ends up being more, I don't know how much that work's going to take. Um, I'll get more. And let's look at the, the wage for that. We got about $6 per 15. I'm just going to say 15 because it's probably what I'm going to need. It's about $90 a week times that by four. It's $360 a month. So at this rate, in my pace, let's say that we're doing two deals a month. Two deals. We got the VA at 360 a month. Um, can I do more than two deals? Probably. I'm definitely going to do more than that this month. I think we're doing four this month. But what? Do I, how many deals do I care to do, too? Um, like I said, do not love this work. I'm not going to be doing more of it if I don't. Um, so two deals. $250,000 is the average price range in Chicago. After we get a commission and after all of that, let's say we make... You know, after all the splits, all the taxes, let's say I make eight grand, just an average. We got $360. I will absolutely pay somebody $360 to help me with 15 hours of work that can take away those tasks. Now, let's look at the schedule. We do about six showings or appointments a week. Let's say each of them takes about two hours. Not always the case. Sometimes they take three or four. Sometimes they take one, sometimes they take a half an hour. Let's say two hours. So the actual infield work, doing about 12 hours of work a week. And that's not including the upfront work that I just explained to you about calls, appointment scheduling, um, email, just all that bull crap, right? And then we have the back end. So I want to take care of the front end with the new VA. And then I'm going to do the infield work. And then I have to do the contract negotiations and the stuff that comes along with the transaction management after you go under contract. So that's a lot of work and time. After I get the VA all settled in, then I want to hire somebody that is in-state, well, in-city really, preferably somebody at my company that I pay out to do what my buddy Devin told me that he has people do on his team. So after we get somebody in a contract, what happens then? You know, or once somebody wants to write a contract, what happens then is real, the real question is contracts have to be written. They have to be negotiated. They have to be countered. And then we have to go to inspections after that gets accepted. So what I want to do is I'm going to do what Devin does. 
because I'm going to rip not riff off this dude for, for years to come is let's say I need to write a contract. I think it's, I'll pay somebody $50 to write the contract. Um, you can expect a counter in there. Let's say $25 per counter. And let's say that that property doesn't work out and my client wants to write an offer on another property. Let's say it takes an average of about two offers for my client to get accepted, depending on the market. It's about $150 per transaction. And then let's say I don't want to go inspections anymore. Let's say I only want to do the initial consultations. I want to do all of the showings and I want to do the final walkthrough. But I want to do anything that deals with transaction management. Um, I'm going to have to pay somebody $100 to sit in an, at an inspection for two hours. So we're looking at about $250 total for the back-end transaction management that has to be done by a licensed professional. And let's say I want to be doing two deals a month. Let's look back at the VA costs and then the amount of money I'd have to delegate for transactions of contracts and the inspections. We're looking at about 500 for the two deals for the licensed professional. Maybe it's a little bit more. We'll find out. And then we got the $360 for the VA. That's about $860. Let's assume that I didn't account for an extra $150 for things I'm not yet aware of. We're looking at about $1,000 a month. So last month, um, we did, or this month, we're doing four deals. And I was able to manage that all by myself. The amount of work I was doing, not super happy with. So let's say that, you know, obviously I'll make about eight grand and we take, and that's after taxes, that's my net. But let's look at the net of after these business expenses, that thousand dollars taken off from the eight grand that I would make, that leaves me with about seven grand, $7,000. Let's look at the amount of hours of work that I'd be doing. When the front end's taken care of, of the client acquisition, then I take care of the client management in the middle, and then we have the client uh, transaction management on the back end, and that's taken care of. Six showings a week, or six appointments a week in consultations, that's about two hours a day of appointments. That leaves me about 12 hours a week of work. Seven grand to me in 12 hours of work a week. A lot of times people are like, oh, what's that hourly wage? I don't count my hourly wage, but I would love to do it right now just for fun. Let's say we're doing seven grand a month and we're doing 48 hours of work a week. It's about 145000 no, for $145,000. It's about $145 an hour, if my math's correct. Divide that by 400. Let me do that again. Yeah, it's 145000 dollars per hour um that is what i want and that's what i'm going to do so the first step is going to be hiring the va and how am i going to do that and train them is every time i do a task i started doing it yesterday is i go on my computer on macbook and i talk to you just like i am now but i do a screen recording through quicktime player and i will put all of those videos as I have done in the past when I delegated certain tasks for VAs for the rental game, and I'll put that all in there. And that way, every time they ask me a question, I'll revert them to the video. They can watch it uh, because I'm going to have to train multiple people probably. The first VA is not going to work. It's going to be a business expense, right? Um, and then every time they ask me a question, 
um, I will request that they put that question in a document so I can answer that question in the document. That way, if they ever need to refer back to that document, they can. Or for when the next person that I hire, if that one doesn't work out, they can revert back to that as well for the, the, the FAQs, the frequently asked questions. That's the next step for me. And I guess, what's the goal? Why seven grand? Um, so typically, you know, we're, let's just talk about my life expenses. I'm going to assume it's going to cost me about, um, let's say two grand to live. Um, that's going to leave me with five grand left over from that seven. But you guys also know I want to pay off my debts. So I said my goal was to pay off my debts in one of my prior podcasts in three years. And the five grand that I'd be left over with, I only want to take half of that because I still want to live my life in the next um, the next three years. If, if I didn't, maybe I'll change my, my mind. Maybe I'll want to pay it off in a year and a half. Because if we take that five grand that's left over from the surplus uh, after my bills, that has $2,500 left over. For 12 months, that's 30 grand. So in three years, so every year I'd pay $30,000 off. If I'm just doing two deals a month with the VA and the delegation that I have to pay out, including the payoff of taxes, three years, that's 90 grand. That'll pay off my debts. I'll be debt free. And then I'll have $2,500 left over every single month. Uh, if I want to take trips, I could, I could literally fly to Hawaii every two months if I wanted and stay there for a week with the money I'd have left over. Um, so I can really achieve that life by design that I want, working 12 hours a week. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if that's actually the case. Maybe 12 hours a week isn't going to be realistic, and maybe I'm going to have to pay out an extra $1,000 a month than I actually expect because of things that I just don't understand yet from delegation, which is fine. If I have to pay out an extra $1,000, so I'm paying $2,000 a month, which leaves me the six grand a month, okay, then I'll just do that. I still have money left over. But that's really kind of where I am in my life right now. Kind of, you know, the the thing for me about this podcast is it's always the life I designed for me. You know, what information do I need to know, discover, and kind of think about often so that I can be the happiest Eddie that I could possibly be. Um, so thank you so much, guys, for, for listening to the podcast. If you guys have any questions about, you know, real estate specifically, or maybe you have a plan that you're wanting to kind of um, put in place, but you don't have anybody to talk to, I only know what I want to do or where I want to go from what people have told me. So I'd be happy to, you know, jump on a call with you guys, figure out, you know, what you're wanting to do. Maybe shoot me a message on Instagram. We can kind of collaborate on it. I don't, I don't know everything, but um, I'm definitely going through my own process. Talk to you next time.